Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ram fans, this is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome, everybody. Episode 374 of Rams Up. We're finally getting to our look at the Rams edge rushers as we rotate through all these Rams position groups. So we'll talk about this unit coming up here later this episode. Get through some news and notes here. Well, first, let's talk about a player who wore number 74 for our Los Angeles Rams since it is episode 374. And, you know, I looked at the data and there was only three players who wore this number for the Rams. And there's a good reason for that. The uniform number was retired courtesy of Merlin Olson, one of the greatest defensive tackles in the history of the National Football League a member of the dreaded Fearsome Foursome, along with Deacon Jones, Rosie Greer, and Lamar Lundy. Don't let anybody tell you Jack Youngblood was part of the Fearsome Foursome. 
That was maybe the second coming of the Pearson Foursome, Larry Brooks, Fred Dreyer, Jack Youngblood, that group. But no, the real Fearsome Foursome, late 60s, early 70s, Merlin Olson was a key to that group. Drafted out of Utah State by the Los Angeles Rams in 1962, third pick overall right after the number two pick, Roman Gabriel. That's right, the Rams had the second and third pick in that draft. The second pick was from the Vikings via the New York Giants. I didn't do the background on that. Some trading going on, obviously. And how did Merlin Olson's career go? Well, not bad. Played 15 seasons for the Rams. Did not play for any other teams. A six-time first-team All-Pro, four-time second-team All-Pro, 14-time Pro Bowler. Let that sink in 14 times. A member of the 1960s All-Decade team. And also a member of the 1970s All-Decade team. Not sure how often that has happened and a member of the NFL 100th anniversary team, and obviously a member of the Hall of Fame, Merlin Olson. What a player. Went on to TV fame on Little House on the Prairie, followed by Father Murphy, and he was also a color commentator for NFL games. And when I did my countdown of the top 50 players all time for our Rams, Merlin Olson came in at number four. Who was ahead of him? Aaron Donald, Deacon Jones, and Eric Dickerson. Now, if you want to go by career accomplishments, maybe Merlin Olson belongs on the top. But at their prime, which one is the best player, regardless of position, regardless of era, Aaron Donald? We could probably argue over that for several hours in a bar over a bunch of beers. But let's just leave it at that for now. Some other news and notes, Seattle hires coach Jake Peets as their new passing game coordinator. That's the role he served with the Rams. Now remember, Seattle has their first new head coach in quite a while. Mike McDonald taking over. Shane Waldron, their offensive coordinator for three years, has moved on to the Bears. Ryan Grubb taking over those duties, and now they hire Peets to help them out in the passing game. So another Rams coach moving on. Remember, Eric Henderson had moved on from the Rams to USC as our new defensive coordinator, and he made a little bit of news last few days arguing for Kobe Turner as the defensive rookie of the year, saying it's a shame he did not win that award because he deserved it. I tend to agree. And you know, I had a pet peeve some time ago about these clickbait news stories suggesting a trade is imminent, someone arguing for this player or that getting traded to another team. The headlines go something like, Player A said to be a great fit with this team. Perhaps the Rams should pull off this trade or some garbage like that. And they're very good at it, crafting these headlines in such a way that you think that, hey, the Rams are going to make a trade here. And I saw another one. Aaron Donald getting traded to the Bengals for a couple of draft picks. People just need to knock this stuff off and quit clicking on that. You're just encouraging them. We're going to have a discussion about the Rams backup quarterback situation on our next roundtable, hopefully with Ian, Paul, and Tom. But I thought I'd throw this out there. There are some interesting free agent quarterbacks out there besides Carson Wentz. Now, I'm not making an argument for any of these guys, but 
Sam Darnold and Ryan Tannehill will both be out there. Tannehill might be looking for a starting job, so maybe he will be off the table. I'm not sure if Sam Darnold excites me. Drew Locke will be out there as well. Still a backup quarterback from a divisional rival. And the Rams could also trade for a couple guys. If the Steelers make a change at quarterback, draft a quarterback, Kenny Pickett could be on the trading block, perhaps. And Zach Wilson could very well be on the trading block. Steve Young mentioned uh, several weeks ago that Zach Wilson needs to get his butt to Los Angeles for some tutelage under Sean McVay. So maybe the Rams trade for him. I wouldn't be opposed to that. And Kenny Pickett, I think he'd be an exciting guy as a backup quarterback. Again, not making an argument for either of these guys, just throwing their names out there. And you know another name we could throw into the hat? Jimmy G. Looks like he will be released by the Raiders. Now Garoppolo has to sit out two games for violating the NFL's performance enhancing substance policy. Violated that policy for using a prescribed medication without a valid therapeutic use exemption per sources. So the Raiders will be releasing him. By the time you hear this, may have already happened. How interesting would that be? Jimmy G coming on board with the Rams as a backup. You know, it actually makes a lot of sense. I would not be opposed to that. He had a really good record against the Rams. He has a skill set to succeed in this offense. Hopefully we'd only need him for a game or two if something happened to Matthew Stafford. Jimmy G, a winning quarterback in the NFL. And do you think he'd like to get on the field against the 49ers for a game or two? Absolutely. As free agency approaches, I thought this would be a good time to check in on our NFC West rivals. We're all pretty familiar at this point with the situation the Rams are in. How about these other teams? The Arizona Cardinals, they have 15 unrestricted free agents. They have about $40 million in cap space. Their key free agents are wide receiver Marquise Hollywood-Brown, defensive end L.J. Collier, center Pat Elfian, and running back Marlon Mack. So they're not going to get hit too badly due to free agent exits. A lot of guys, 15, but not a lot of key players. Marquise Hollywood-Brown would be the big loss. Remember, they traded for him, brought him over from the Ravens. And they have a little bit of money to spend. The Seattle Seahawks, they have 12 unrestricted free agents, but they are already over the salary cap. So they have some adjustments to make before they sign anybody. And they have some key guys. Basically, their top three linebackers, if I'm not mistaken, Bobby Wagner, Devin Bush, and Jordan Brooks, all free agents, as is card Damian Lewis, defensive lineman Leonard Williams, and backup quarterback Drew Locke. So Seahawks have some work to do, and they're going to be cash-strapped. It'll be a tough year for the Seahawks. I mean, they always seem to end up putting a good product on the field, but that was with Pete Carroll as the coach. Times of change in Seattle, that's for sure. Now, of the NFC West teams, the 49ers had the most unrestricted free agents, 19, and they only have $600,000 to spend. So they're going to have to make some cuts, rework some contracts. Brandon Ayuk already asking for some money. A lot of their free agents are guys they just brought over for this Super Bowl run. That didn't end the way they liked. Randy Gregory, Chase Young, Javon Kinlaw, all on the defensive side, as well as Tashawn Gibson. He's been there for a while. Sam Darnold, their backup quarterback. John Feliciano, a starting offensive lineman. He's the one that got hurt during the Super Bowl. 
and Chris Conley, a special team standout. So the 49ers also have some work to do. If they want to extend Ayuk, bring in any free agents, they're going to have to rework some contracts. So they're in a bit of a bind as well. Now the Rams have 11 unrestricted free agents and they have about $35 million to spend. They're key free agents, we already know all about them. They may have more key guys than anybody. Well, maybe except the 49ers. Kevin Dotson and Akilah Witherspoon, both so important to this team. Demarcus Robinson and their two starting safeties, John Johnson, Jordan Fuller, and then their backup quarterback, Carson Wentz. So that's a roundup of the NFC West, their salary cap situation, and unrestricted free agent challenges they have. I would say the Cardinals are probably in the best shape, but they have some roster building to do, even if everybody stayed. Seattle Seahawks, I think this might be a down year for them. See how this new coach works out. San Francisco, man, they're going to be climbing out of a little bit of a hole mentally and roster-wise. And the Rams, they have some challenges here. Nothing that can't be overcome with a couple of smart signings, and they have the money to do it. Next up, let's get to our look at the Rams' edge rusher situation. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Continuing our tour around Rand's position groups. Last episode, we talked at defensive line, so it's only natural. We roll right into our edge rushers and our concerns about that position. Kind of ties into the defensive line, obviously, but this is a group that we have to get figured out. Not that it was bad last year, but it certainly isn't a Super Bowl championship worthy unit at the moment. Not the way it's currently constructed. They need to make some improvements. Let's take a look back at who the Rams have drafted on the edge. Now, some of these guys are labeled as outside linebackers, some as defensive ends, some simply as edge. Depends on the year they are drafted, the system they are coming out of in college, but mainly just talking about pass rushers here. Some of them we mentioned in our review of the Rams' defensive line situation. In 2011, Rams drafted Robert Quinn. They nailed that one. 2012 and 2013, no edge rushers, no pass rushers. 2014, Michael Sam, a defensive end. And 2015, Martin Ifedi, another defensive end. Nothing in 2016. And then in 2017, Samson Ebucom and Ejuan Price. Ebucom was and actually still is a decent player. So 2012 through 2017. Their entire haul on the edge defensive ends was Michael Sam, Martin Ifedi, Samson Ebucom, and Ejuan Price. In 2018, they drafted John Franklin Myers, who's had a pretty good career, mostly elsewhere. They grabbed Okpo Okoronko in the fifth round. He's another player that's had a decent NFL career. And they also drafted Trevon Young, the defensive end out of Louisville. They also drafted outside linebacker Justin Lawler in the seventh round. We'll include him here. In 2019, I guess we'll include Dakota Allen here, the linebacker. 2020, Terrell Lewis. 2021, Ernest Brown, the fourth. Fifth round draft pick. Had his moments. More of a 4-3 defensive end. Not a guy that's going to get to the quarterback a lot, that's for sure. We also grabbed Chris Garrett, the outside linebacker edge rusher, in the seventh round of that draft. And me and a lot of other folks were really optimistic about his chances of being an impact player. Showed signs, especially in the preseason, that one year, one game in particular, but never really happened for Chris Garrett. 2022, they used a late round draft pick on Daniel Hardy, kind of the second coming of Chris Garrett. Had some hope there, but it didn't work out. 2023, Rams made up for lost time. Byron Young, Nick Hampton, and O'Shawn Mathis. Byron Young looks like a keeper. Nick Hampton could end up being a decent player. O'Shawn Mathis, too early to tell. And we also grabbed the defensive end, Mr. Irrelevant, Deshaun Johnson. So kind of hit or miss. We've drafted some good ones. Robert Quinn, Byron Young, missed on some others. But the Rams really haven't spent high draft picks at that position. Robert Quinn was a first-round pick. Terrell Lewis and Byron Young, third-round picks. John Franklin Myers, a fourth-round pick. Everybody else, fifth, sixth, and seventh-round picks. So what does their current roster look like 
Byron Young, Keir Thomas, Nick Hampton, O'Shawn Mathis, and Zach Van Valkenburg all on this roster. Talk about a young group. O'Shawn Mathis, 25 years old, Keir Thomas, 26, Nick Hampton, 23, and Byron Young, 25. Michael Hoyt, the restricted free agent, is 26 years old. Now, there's a bunch of unrestricted free agents, man. Really good players. Josh Allen, Daniil Hunter, Brian Burns, Randy Gregory, Chase Young. Then there's two familiar faces, Leonard Williams with the Seahawks last season and Leonard Floyd. And the real wild card is Khalil Mack under contract with the Chargers, but it's very possible they will release him or try to trade him. Chargers will save over $23 million in cap space if they waiver trade him before June 1st. If they keep him, he'll be 33 years old and they will have to pay him $38.5 million. New coach there, new general manager, maybe they move on from Khalil Mack. We'll have to see. But if he is released or traded, Rams could be a very likely destination for him. Remember, remember, Giff Smith, his position coach with the Chargers, is now with the Rams. And he stays in L.A. and gets to play for a team with a realistic shot at getting to the Super Bowl if they make the right moves. And Mac may be getting up there in years, but he had a great season with the Chargers, 17 sacks. So his play has not dropped off at all. And the draft has some really good players. Liatu Latu out of UCLA, Jared Furs out of Florida State, Dallas Turner, and Chris Braswell, both out of Alabama, Braylon Rice out of Washington, Chomp Robinson out of Penn State. Four or five of these guys very likely will go in the first round. And there's some guys later. I think it's a top-heavy draft at that position, though, as far as pass rushers. So what do I think happens with the Rams as far as their pass rushers, outside linebackers, edge rushers, whatever you want to call them? I don't see the Rams using one of their top two picks on an edge rusher one year after drafting three edge rushers. History shows that it is not a trend to expect from our Los Angeles Rams. If there's any trends the Rams have established over the years as far as drafting edge rushers, it is these two things. They select players who have dropped in the draft due to injury concerns. I would include Terrell Lewis, Trevin Young, and Okoronko, and then using seventh round flyers on small school guys like Daniel Hardy and Chris Garrett, to name a couple. Plus, if you draft one of these guys, they're going to need a year to develop, to get going in all likelihood. And the Rams don't have that time. They're going all in to win a Super Bowl, to get back to the Super Bowl this year. You know they are. Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald and even Cooper Cup getting up there in years. Well, Cup's still a young guy, but man, he has really been hobbled by injuries. Rams are going to do whatever they can this year to elevate their roster and make a run at the Super Bowl. And I don't think drafting an edge rusher in the first round is the way to get it done. If they're going to make any splashes in free agency or a trade, it'll be at that position. They need an impact player now. So I fully expect them to bring in one of these proven veterans, spend some money. May not be a giant get, but it'll be someone that will produce it that you know will produce, kind of like I talked about on the interior defensive line, but they're going to spend more money on an edge free agent than they would on a nose tackle or a three technique. Now, some of these top guys are probably going to get franchise tagged, so not all of these guys are actually going to end up being available. Now, with the Rams drafting edge rusher at all, it depends on how many picks they have. 
If they end up with 12 or 13 picks again, which I don't think is going to happen, yeah, they'll probably draft an edge rusher. But if they end up with 7, 8, 9 picks, moving up in the draft to try to get some quality players, I don't think one of those guys will be an edge rusher. These mock drafts with the Rams drafting an edge rusher like Chop Robinson at 19. Well, you know, if there's a guy like Robinson that they have simply fallen in love with, then sure, less need, Sean McVay will go grab that guy. But I don't expect that to happen. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.